everybody. <laughs> I tried to time that perfect. <laughs> we were talking about buttery nipples, so and there's our demonetization. So um, on on our non monetized channel. Anyway, oh, it's a cocktail. It's a cocktail. It's right. a cocktail. Right. Yes. <laughs> Perfectly family friendly. Absolutely. Hi everybody. Welcome to Dungeons and Drams. <laughs> I am Bill, your DM, uh, and I want to introduce you to everybody else tonight. So. Ed, why don't you start us off? Hello, my name is Ed, and I am playing the halfling douchebag, I, I mean fighter, <laughs> Anomio Banderas. And tonight I am drinking um, uh, Pierce, Pierce Irish Whiskey Distiller's Choice. Uh, right now, actually, I put it in on the rocks, but then I've got a couple other Irish whiskeys for later. Nice. So, yeah, it is, it is St. Patrick's Week after all. Absolutely. I should have thought of that about 30 seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Molly, what are you uh, What are you up to today? Well, hi everyone, I'm Molly. Um, I play Daphne Daffy Sage Blossom, who is a wood elf paladin. And this evening I've got this lovely coconut drink. It's got some sort of description on the back talking about sandy beaches and a waterfall. We've got a snowstorm coming tomorrow. So I was like, I want to be mentally somewhere tropical. I like it. I'm done with the snow. Yeah, it's it's too damn cold today. Like I, I, it was. I mean, it's only what like thirty something, but it, it's also it's thirty four right now. But it's windy and it just sucks. I don't know. And after several like almost spring like days, yeah. it's kind of really disorienting to go back into the winter. Yeah, I'm not loving it. Nope. Um, so uh, Jason, how about you? Uh, what's up, everybody? I am Jason C. I play the Dark One, Alessia Morte, the Rogue. Um, and today I'm also uh, kind of going into kind of joining the, uh, the Irish whiskey, Irish whiskey theme with Ed. So I have one of my, uh, a red breast PX finish, um, Ooh, there you are. Irish whiskeys, which is, I think one of the better releases that red breast has put out recently. So mm. I might join you with that one in a little bit, actually. I have yeah. that behind me. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's tough. I drink the red breast 12 cast strength and I, even though it's not, you know, I know what you mean. It's one of the better releases, but like. I just want that all the time, you know, <laughs> the 12 cast yeah, is hard to yeah. look past. I, I actually had to hide the box behind the other ones. So I would stop just picking that. So. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, some, there's some to be said about those older batches too, which I have a couple mm. left, but mm -hmm. um, you know, I was not a fan of the small batch cast strength. I thought that was definitely a younger whiskey in there. And I was mm -hmm. not a fan of the, the Kentucky Oak was fine. Mm -hmm. It was, it is what it is, but it, I miss the sherry influence in it, which I think, which I think is what makes red breast red breast. Oh, I sure. agree. Yeah, that bright red fruit. Yeah. 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 yeah no, I, I brought one of the older twelve-year cast strengths over to a game night the other night, and we just killed the bottle just because everyone loved it, even people who weren't big whiskey drinkers. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Cool. Uh, hey, Clifton. Nice Hello. to see you, Messiah. Mm -hmm. How you doing? Oh, yeah. I'll bow down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, my name is Clifton. Uh, my channel is Bourbon Bites. Um, today, you know, I wish I would have thought about the fact that it's uh, St. Patrick's Day. I was like, what should I drink? I was like, like, oh, what am I wearing? Oh, Still Austin. So I just, I grabbed some Still Austin and I got their regular hmm. bourbon and their cast strength, depending on what, we, what we're up against tonight. So we might switch over to that one. Excellent. Um, but yeah, uh, also want to do some patron shout outs, shall we? Um, I want to give a shout out to our friends uh, Mike, Adriana, Steve, Tony Tutos, EJ, James Taylor, David, Gavin, and the latest patron um, is Martin. 
So Martin is at our Hero of the Realm tier. Um, so he gets access to a lot of fun things like our behind the scenes, lore, maps, fun stuff like that. Um, stuff that we're not privy to because Bill likes to hide them from us because he doesn't want to <laughs> spoil anything for us. So if y'all want to get into, into that, check out patreon.com slash Dungeons and Dragons. And thank you to all the amazing patrons. Yeah, Yay! thank you guys. Nice. Yeah. And thanks, Martin, for joining. Uh, so. Well, real yep. quick before we get into tonight, speaking of Dungeons and Dragons, um, I don't know if you guys know that, what's his name? The actor, Joe, Joe Man, Mangiano. Magliano. Magliano. Mm. Something like that. So yeah, the, yeah, the guy who's in, um, uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff, but you know, I think he was in uh, Magic Mike and he was in, he was the vampire guy in, uh, or no, he was the werewolf dude in- um, True Blood. True Blood, that's oh, okay. it. <laughs> no, he's a huge, he's a huge D&D uh, D &D fan and he actually plays a bunch of games. You know, he's been on Big Bang Theory. He's played, you know, like him, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Kevin Smith are all playing. There's a video out there, I, I saw it, I'm not sure if I saw it on YouTube or Instagram, where he had this giant, like, custom-made Dungeons & Dragons table made mm. just for him. Yeah. So if you guys, definitely go check it out, because the table is freaking epic. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. The, like, the types of, he, like, the guy made it, he used different types of grains and, and, and mm -hmm. uh, colors. I mean, it looks like, like, you're looking at an above picture of, like, a D&D &D map. There's wow. oceans really cool. and land and ice, and it's, oh, it's crazy, crazy <laughs> cool. I think There's if a, I remember correctly, he also got like a life-size statue of the Lady of Pain. From, oh, nice! Uh, <laughs> he really? From the, yeah, from the what, what was it? The City of Doors. He, yeah. I think he got a whole statue of her for his game room. So yeah, it's pretty cool. That is yeah. really cool. Um, actually, the the company that makes a lot of those tables uh, is um, called Wormwood Gaming. It might not be the one that that made his, but it probably is. Um, and they are in the town next to where I grew up. It's actually I I keep wanting to be like if this channel ever kind of gets gets a bit bigger i want to go there and like film and check out the whole place out i think it'd be really cool um but taunton massachusetts i i never thought i would see the name of that that small little city on anything important um so i was very surprised <laughs> so um but as far as uh drinking so i am drinking some some beer uh tonight from treehouse brewery uh massachusetts anybody who lives in the even remotely area will, will know treehouse uh, we drove over there just the other night and um, such good beer. This one in particular, I don't know, something about stone fruits. It's actually only five and a half percent. So going a little light this time, I might have to chase it with a whiskey. We'll see. We'll see how much of a challenge you guys give me. So <laughs> nice. And then uh, unfortunately, Adriana can't join us tonight. She is doing science and she's in the chat. Oh, fantastic. Oh, there she is. Nice. Um, she says, please don't kill Booker. So, uh, no, no promises, but we'll see. We'll protect Booker at all costs, and she does blind you with science. Yes, yeah, she does. She does. <laughs> she also did really, really well on Matt Mattis the other uh, the other day. Um, so did yeah. you, Jason? Oh yeah, so, missed by like one. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I did not do well. <laughs> <laughs> I I purposely omitted that part. I did not do. I, I I did very middle of the road, but I was only in the qualifiers, so I'd say I didn't do that well. So we'll see. <laughs> Anyway, it's so, hard, man. It is gotta, very hard. I gotta, I gotta keep my streak going now that I got past the first round finally. So, nice. <laughs> you're I'm you're out. one one streak. I'm like out that. for I'm out for I'm out for blood this year. I want it. I want it bad. <laughs> I like that. Nice. <laughs> All right, everybody. So let's go ahead and give a little recap of uh, what happened last time, because uh, boy, things are things are chaotic in uh, Helixia. 
So, when last we saw our adventurers, they went shopping. Uh, they visited an armorsmith, a weaponsmith, and a magical item store, and they picked up a few items, including a shield of the Umber Hulk that was crafted from the carapace that, of the recently defeated creature, a dragon tooth splint armor set uh, for, and uh, I believe Ed, you ended up taking that for your character. Uh, might be oh, yeah, a little yeah. small. I believe you referred to it as being kind of a dragon tooth bikini uh, on your current mm-hmm. size character. Mm-hmm. And a couple of serpent bows of the UNT, which are serpent-shaped bows that also have kind of a stabbing end. So you can use it both in melee and range. At the magic shop, Alessio spoke with Elshu, where he headed over to the uh, where he handed over the magical orb acquired within the Mistscale's lair, and in turn was promoted from a whisper of Burkath to a shade of Burkath, and uh, all of the boons that come along with that. He was also taught how to summon a raven as a familiar. Which, did you end up uh, settling on a name for your raven? I know you, you threw out a couple of different names there, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was I was messing with a, with a couple different names. But I, I do think I, I... What did I land on? I think out of the two that I picked, uh, I, I liked... Um, I believe I went with... I'll look it up. Keep going. Yeah, no problem. While transacting, a woman with snakes coming out of her hair, purplish scales, and the lower body of a snake approached the market in search of the group. A brilliant uh, distraction by Anomio and his bag of pork was enough to allow the group to escape unseen. They crossed the city and hid from the priestess, only to return once more to the market and begin speaking out against Thorak to try to stir up a revolt, something that seemed very strange to those in attendance. This time, the group did not notice uh, Priestess Atshi approaching from behind them and encircling the group with her malisons. uh, They then led them back to the Temple of Tongues for a conversation. And that's where we're going to rejoin our group tonight. Uh, Did you end up finding the name there, Jason? Uh, Nightwing. Nightwing. Excellent. Yep. Nick Grayson. Yeah. <laughs> right. Basically, basically, bad. I was going to maybe name him Neil after my favorite drummer, Neil Pierce. That be a, uh, oh, that would have been uh, a good idea. More good or Neil. I'll, let's go with Neil. I think I like Neil better. Neil? Okay. I think Nightwing, everybody will, every one of those sing a Robin. So I'm going to call my, I'm going to call my dark raven Neil. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually very cute. I like it. <laughs> nice does anybody have anything good coming up for irish whiskey month or anything else like that well, or what are you guys uh, reviewing friday. this upcoming week oh uh friday friday is the long saint patrick's day over on the rock mm. gut review the official return of proper actual rock gut review content yes it's four o'clock central time on friday I'm going to be cooking. My old man has decided that we're he's going to bring over the uke and we're going to sing Irish songs while I'm cooking. So that's going to be that stream. Very cool. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, the next day we're playing music over at the distillery I work at, Dog and Shrub in Lake Mills. So if you're in Wisconsin, come on by three to six. We'll have music and two for one drinks. So nice. There you go. Two for one. Yeah, man. That tomorrow, would be tomorrow I'll be on the lookout for my, uh, my, there's going to be something announced tomorrow from Jack Daniels. And I'll have a, I'll have a exclusive uh, first review of it uh, that'll drop tomorrow once the embargo lifts. So, ooh, beautiful. That is exciting. 
Yeah, for my stream this week, um, I'm doing another um, flight of Irish whiskeys I've never tried um, from our good friend Tony Bag of Donuts. Um, last year, I did something similar with uh, Four Leaf Whiskey. It was a lot of fun getting to try some like rare releases, so I'm really excited to try some new Irish because I feel like Irish, it doesn't get enough love. I feel like I don't mm -hmm. buy much Irish. I feel like it's just kind of a category that a lot of people forget. I'm excited to try some new stuff. Completely you agree know, with it, you. It doesn't get as quite as much love as bourbon, but I will say it has grown so much even in like the last three years. It is mm -hmm. wild. Yeah, I mean, folks that folks that follow like the growth, like I'm always looking at numbers and stuff. And as fast as American whiskey has grown, and it seems like it doesn't stop growing, it's not so much that it's growing as people just keep putting out new brands <laughs> with different source whiskeys in it. Whereas <laughs> Irish whiskey is literally the fastest growing segment in the world. Mm -hmm. um, the amount of the amount of distilleries that have opened in Ireland yeah. uh, have been incredible. So the, the the fluctuation of flavor profiles now we're mm -hmm. starting to see like a range, kind of like a Scotland to Scotch type thing. So we have oh, yeah. Northern Ireland, Southern Ireland, um, Cullowan, Short Cross, all these different and smaller type of Irish distillers just doing incredible, incredible stuff. So have you guys had a uh, Limavati yet? Because the Limavati single malt I'm is not. freaking awesome. Limavati. Me and Erica had that the other okay. day, and it is bonkers. Uh, I will have to keep an eye out for that one because yeah, it's tough. If it doesn't come around here or if it doesn't just reach my ears, sometimes it's hard to know because we just we don't get all the best stuff up here uh, in Massachusetts. Mm. So, um, But we do tend to get a lot more scotch than, say, some of you guys actually even just over in the middle of the country. Um, or Clifton. I, I don't even know what you guys get over there. Oh my gosh. Edge of, <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> edge of civilization over in California. <laughs> All right, everybody. So we're, we're back with the, uh, the VTT here. So thank you for being patient. Um, all right. So we return to our adventurers being escorted through the front doors of the temple of tongues. As you enter the temple, you pause as it takes your eyes a minute to adjust from the bright light outside. Inside this temple, there are no windows, and the only light is from a multitude of sconces that are burning oil and kind of decorating all of the walls, giving a pale yellow light to the entire uh, the interior of this temple. It's uh, lighting up the ornate floor and the much trampled green uh, carpet that is stretching in front of you. As you look ahead of you, you see a, a stone, um, looks like probably an altar. And behind that is Priestess uh, Atshi. Um, another thing that you notice is that the air here smells of both rust and alcohol. And uh, you feel yourself being pushed a bit, not threateningly, but encouragingly uh, by these Malisons. And they, they're, they're kind of pushing you towards the altar. Okay. Do we notice the blood that looks like it's on the altar? That's the first thing I noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I would say you probably do. Um, yeah, that's so, definitely a sacrifice situation happening over there. Oh, for sure. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. in in the... Well, I guess we'll just kind of move ahead there. <laughs> walk on up to the blood-stained yeah. altar. Yeah, so, uh, the Malisons, they, they push you again. They push you again, and they say, uh, you should feel lucky that the priestess wants to meet with you. I would have cut your tongue out for claiming to speak for Halix. 
So uh, I'm just I'm, I'm going to control Talon tonight just because she's not around. I'll mostly keep her out of uh, if if there's combat, she won't participate. Just so you guys can count on that in some way, shape, or form. Um, I don't want to necessarily kill somebody else's character. That is fair. Yeah, I did want to ask. There seems mm-hmm. to be steam or mist or something. Yes, coming out of two large. So there, <laughs> so there are <laughs> bef- behind Priestess Achi, there are these two orbs and they are basically think of them like diffusers. They are spewing a, a grayish colored smoke. Um, doesn't look like what you've seen previously from, from Thorak uh, with the, the yellow mist. It's something different, um, but nothing, nothing strikes you as strange about it other than that they're there. Or unusual, I should say. They're they're like something that you would see in a temple. So it's some medieval popery type situation. Exactly. Like yes. Uh, as, as a as a boy who grew up very Catholic, you know, with the censors, the priests <laughs> walk around. With that's them. that's kind of the word I was looking for, and yeah. I couldn't think of it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, th- it's along the same line. All so, right. um, <clears throat> priestess Achi says, uh, "Sorry, what's uh, says Salazar." Come, come here. Tell me. I'm curious. I was speaking with Isissa and Masi at the gates, and they said that you're from the floating city of Volantis. I find this very strange. Tell me more about this. Oh, I knew I was going to come back to bite me. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, well, who are you to ask where I'm from? Your people obviously know me. I've been praying you since the moment I walked in here. Dude, you're coming at her like that? Okay. Make a... I have an answer to her question. I don't know what to say. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Make, make a deception roll for me real quick. Uh, with disadvantage. Dang. Uh, why disadvantage? Because <laughs> you're in her house. Oh, no. That's not good. So you got a crit fail for two. <laughs> uh, so uh, needless to say, she's not buying it. Uh, and she says, you would be wise to mind your tongue. You are within my walls now. And I do not believe you to be this messiah. Your slave here announced that you are here to emancipate the slaves. And she looks at you, Enomio. What did you mean by this? She's oh, no, asking no, you I said we were going to emancipate the purebloods. You see, you oh. see, uh, the pure, as we all know, as we all know, the greatest form of, of snakery is that, uh, that which, which wiggles on its belly. And here you are bowing to some wiggling beast of a dragon. How, how can this be? Truly, the snakes should rise up. Praise be to the Messiah, Salazar. We do not worship <laughs> the dragon. The oh. dragon is merely a means to the uh, to an end. He is not here for any reason other than to aid in the return of Halix. Salazar. How do you know he's oh, sorry, what? I, I said, how do you know he's returning anytime soon? Well, if you are truly a Malison and worshipping Halix, you are the Messiah. How could you not know that he is returning? 
Tell me, tell me, Salazar, what tasks did you complete to become a Malison and earn Halix's blessings? Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to turn back to my friends and be like, these guys know they were there the whole journey. What what, what tasks did we complete, guys? <laughs> well, you, you killed that one guy. The big yes. guy. He was very majestic. huge and tough and strong. Absolutely. Not as handsome as you, though, but Master. Of course. No. Yes. Tell me. And, uh, tell me of his death. How did he die? What was he? Uh, he was actually an owlbear that we that we destroyed and, and took him on ourselves and saved a young child from his. No, no, we ate the child. We we, we sacrificed him to Halix. Right? Remember? Don't. <laughs> We <laughs> Unnecessary detail. There to sacrifice him. Right. We're not going to let an owl bear eat a baby that we could sacrifice to Halix because we're bad guys, right? Real bad. <laughs> yeah. Super bad. All right. I'm going to give you uh, either one. Um, hmm. All right. Salazar, I would like you to make a persuasion roll with advantage because Anomio is helping you. Okay. Although I will. Oh, <laughs> no. Twenty-three. All right. Well, you you rolled a one and a twenty-three. Oh, I saw <laughs> All right. Give me just a sec here. I wasn't expecting to actually have to roll against it, but twenty-three is pretty good. All right. For the moment, she uh, she's at least still buying your story a little bit. Uh, she says, "So you killed an owl bear, and you murdered a child in the name of Halix. Tell me more. Oh yeah, but he, yeah, how did you kill him?" child or the owl the child oh well you know we have an altar just like the one in front of us back in in our village and we we used a village you said that you were from a city floating in the sky city yes ah. our city interesting well, it's a village within the city right, right? It's, ah. a, it's a subdivision right it's a cul-de-sac <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it's a cul-de-sac. In the burbs of the floating island. I see. Salazar, I will tell you, I don't believe a word you're saying. However, you can prove yourself to me. Walk this way with me. And she starts heading over to the right here, past one of the uh, Malisons. And she steps over. Are you going to follow her or no? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look around nervously to my friends, but then I'm gonna put on an eye, buff out my nipples, obviously, and just walk towards her, very godlike. All right. So, uh, what are the rest of you doing, or what are you commanding your slaves to do here, Salazar? Oh, me? Oh. Yes. Um, should they follow you? Should they stay? What are you telling? I think that they should try to follow me and see if they get kind of stopped. I would say okay. if they want to. Yeah. Okay. You guys do you. Sure. Trundle, trundle, trundle. I feel like we should kind of just keep an eye on her servants to make sure they don't there's no funny business mm -hmm. yeah, sure that is fair uh so as you as they start following the malisons stay close to them but they do allow them to to follow you um priestess achi points ahead and she says in front of you are four slaves four slaves who luck would have it, are here to help in service of returning Halix to our world. 
I would like you to assist in this. And as you look over, you see four people up against the wall. Two of them, three of them you don't recognize. However, one of them is very familiar to you. You see McShweta in restraints up against this wall. And along with McShweta, right. along with McShweta are two Goliaths and a small gnome. Uh, this gnome is dressed in what you would say jungle attire, mostly made of leaves. Um, it's got a little hat. The two Goliaths are stripped mostly, mostly uh, without clothes. However, doesn't necessarily look like that's bothering them too much. Um, there's one who's a, a very large female and another who's a very large male. And she says, I would like you to assist. Prove to me and to Halix that you are who you say you are. I would like you to, and Noblis, I'd like you to roll a d4, please. Oh, you're not going to tell me? You're just going to make me roll? I'm going to make you roll a d4. <laughs> I bet, I bet anybody... Oh, oh, it's a number two. All right, so she points at McShweta. No, no, Bill. She's the second one from the top. <laughs> it's not my fault. Oh, man. So she well, says... Well, some snake people going to have to die. She says, Salazar, if you, if you look towards uh, the side of the, the pool here, which as you're approaching it, it is very clear that this is a gigantic pool filled with blood. However... Typical blood would coagulate. So something is keeping this blood from, from clotting, and, and it's keeping it a liquid. Um, she says, go to the side of the pool here, and you'll find four levers. I would like you to flip the second one. Let's give Halix a little bit of this creature's pain. So she's pointing up towards here. I don't flip switches i don't know what they do what do you mean by give it some of helix's pain well either you go see or we have a problem oh damn why is this on me because I mean, you announced yourself as the messiah i'm ready to i'm ready to go let's let's kill these sons of bitches let's save big sweater come on come on as a messiah i don't blindly trust other humans or whatever whatever you are. I only listen to Halix, so either you tell me what that switch does, or we will have a problem. So she uh, she points to the contraption that's behind all four of them, and it basically looks like, it looks almost like a sled, um, but there are some bands strapped around each member's chest and their legs. There's some heavy chains kind of rising from the top of this vertical sled and you see a hinge down by their feet and she says if you do not pull the lever I will instruct my slave here to pull them all oh I don't know why you have such a hesitance this is something that could elevate you in the eyes of Halix well typically I worship Halix. I sacrifice the only the most innocent. These all look like evil, vile creatures, so I just don't see why we're torturing them. It just doesn't make sense to me. She looks at the 
gnome. And she says, how about the gnome? The gnome is clearly not an evil, vile creature. Perhaps vile, but certainly not evil. I just, I just hate gnomes. <laughs> you hate gnomes? You hate sacrificing gnomes. I was going to say, you're not talking yourself into a better situation here. <laughs> like, I'm not torturing them because I hate them so much. <laughs> <laughs> They're not worthy in sacrifices. Honestly, none of these look like worthy sacrifices. Why don't you, you know, sacrifice one of your slaves instead? They look very so is is anybody else would anybody else like to say anything? Uh please. <laughs> Have at the <thee>, motherfucker. <laughs> all, all right. Let's go ahead and roll for initiative. <laughs> Let me uh let me add you oh, guys to you're the situation. Awesome. <laughs> uh, right. I waited as long as I could. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> <Matthew> motherfucker. <laughs> Alright, so uh Daffy and Alessio waiting on your initiatives. Anomio, uh tell me so you're not gonna get a surprise round because she was very clearly on the she was aware that something was going on. Um, I however, mean, I will, um, I'm going to move you up slightly in the initiative order since you were the one that took in the actual physical initiative. So you're going to be below Daffy at this point. Um, so up first is the UN, UNT Malison that is down by you, Alessio. This Malison, he's got a humanoid head and his lower body is, is that of a snake. So he is rising about seven feet in the air so he's definitely towering over you by at least a foot um he is going to lash out at you alessio with his uh lower half and try to constrict you with with his snake body so let's go ahead and see how that goes oops uh so does a 14 hit you i have 14 in my shield so does that mean it hits yep so meter b um wait so you said 14 and your shield no, no, 14. Yeah. Oh, 14. okay. Yes. So that's going to hit you. So it's it's going to do uh, eight damage to you. Um, and you need to roll uh, for... Um, roll a strength saving throw for me, please. Uh, no, I'm sorry. We'll do that on your turn. Um, on your turn to escape, you need to roll a, a strength saving throw of something in order to escape. Uh, so you take okay. eight damage. All right. Eight down. Yep. So And then he is going to uh, bite you as well. No, I'm sorry. He's going to hit you with a scimitar. <laughs> All right. Or not hit you with a scimitar. So as he's constricting you with his lower half, he uh, he goes and he actually takes his scimitar out of the sheath and is now kind of ready for the next round. All right. Up next is Daffy. Um, I don't know if I can do it in one turn if it's too far away, but I want to run over to the four individuals shackled over to the wall and try to free them. Okay. Uh, so you're going to try to run over to, so you could certainly dash. Um, tell me, tell me, do you have a general plan of how you're going to release them or save them? Um, 
how are they are they like shackled to the so wall? they are um think of hannibal lecter kind of except without the face mask they're basically they're they're almost <laughs> like uh you know vertically standing their chests and their legs are bound with leather leather bindings um so they are secured to this thing they can't move but they are it's not metal um and they are all on this like hinged table each one is separate by the way yep well starting with machueta mm -hmm. obviously that's priority you know um i want to try to use my um my weapons to, to cut them free sure um, so I would say I don't think you can quite get there in this one turn. It's 75 right. feet away is McShweta if you were to trounce through the blood. Um, but if you were going to go around, it'd probably be about 80, 90 feet. Okay. And I think I've only got about 35 feet movement. So double that, that's 70. Yes, yeah, so I'll be just, just a little short. Mm-hmm. I'll give a reassuring shout, like, I'm coming, guys, I'm coming. <laughs> so it's at this point, uh, actually, you know what? Roll me a perception, Daffy. And, uh, well, all right, so a 13. Um, it's pretty dark in here. At this point, I, I'm you can't see what I was hoping to give you. But. Um, what about vision? Oh, yeah, that's true. You, do, you know what? Yeah, I'll give it to you. That's fine. All right, so it, it's yeah. at this point that you notice that all four of these people have actually been very still. Um. You don't see them trying to like fight at their bindings, despite the fact that you're all clearly in battling or in a battle with these these UNT. And you notice that their eyes are kind of glazed white. Oh, Dear oh God. God, I think they're under some spell. Maybe all right. Uh, so go ahead and put move yourself to wherever you'd like, Daffy. And then uh, if there's anything else that you'd like to do with your turn. Uh, nope, I'm good. I just gotta figure out how much 70 feet is. Alright, Anomio, you're up. Alright, well, it is time for you to taste the cold steel of justice. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to alright the air. Maybe not with that. 13 versus <laughs> the priestess's AC, probably not. Does not hit. I didn't think so. Let us do it again. Yeah, that is better. 26. 26 will hit. Very good. All right. Roll some damage. Comes up to 12 damage. 12 nice. points of damage. Nice. All right. Uh, so she, um, she. well, did you want to take any other? Uh, you did your two attacks, actually. So never mind. Um, I did my two attacks, yeah. So as you come screaming, running towards her, have at the, uh, she reacts <laughs> and, uh, you miss with your first strike, but your second one catches her in the, in the torso and, uh, you shred a bit of a, a couple of her scales go flying into the pool of blood. Mm. All right. Uh, all right. Up next is the UNT Malison, uh, who is again down near you, Alessio, a different one. Um, and he is going to join his, uh, his buddy here. This guy is going to make a... Uh, two, so this guy, he looks a bit different. He is mostly humanoid, except both of his arms, starting at the shoulder, are just these clusters of writhing snakes. And he kind of holds them out towards you, and the snakes start to bite repeatedly towards you. So he's going to make two bite attacks at you, um, and let's see how he does. So a 23. That'll hit. Uh, 15 points of damage. Jesus fucking Christ. And then he's going to make another attack at you. Oh, great. 
Yeah, uh, this one will that one will miss. So uh, the uh, the snakes kind of like he gets several of them just embedded into your into your upper chest, and uh, you feel their their fangs sink into your into your your skin. Um, all right, up next is Priestess Achi. So she is going to. <laughs> uh, all right. So first thing she's going to do is she's going to try to constrict you, Anomio, because she doesn't like that you're uh, you're coming after her. Yeah, that's fair. Um, also, Anomio, roll me a... Um, sorry, not Anomio. Uh, forget I said that. All right, so uh, Priestess is going to try to constrict you, and she is going to hit for 20 um, for 13 points of damage, and you are considered cool. grappled. Um, then... Crap. She is going to use her scimitar on you. Uh, an eight does not hit, which is good. No, and in <laughs> response to that, yep. I'm going to use my riposte, okay. and I will dodge out of the way and stab at her neck. What's sure. What the? Uh, I did say grappled. I meant restrained, but the, like you can, oh, you can do stuff while you're restrained. You're totally fine. You can do that. So, uh, okay. so you're going to riposte her scimitar. Yes. Ha! Get some skinny bitch. I mean, uh, ooh, no, almost. She didn't get some. So she, you, you do notice she's not really wearing anything in the way of armor, but she does have these scales that seem to be protecting her to a bit, uh, to a degree. So um, you, okay. you do kind of sweat. A, a repost is basically like you block it and then you make an attack, right? Is that what that means? Yeah. yeah okay. Basically. Yeah. Okay. So you go to do that, and uh, again, kind of swipe some of her scales off her body, but it doesn't damage her at all. All right. Fair enough. So. Um, that will be her turn for now. However, she is going to look over at uh, the pure blood to the to the north of the bl- blood pool, and she's going to say, "Talash, pull the let's see one d four. She's going to say, pull the fourth lever." Oh no, the gnome! At this point, you see the gnome. He starts to just barely tip forward, and it starts to accelerate, 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 and he his entire body goes under the blood. Um, he is bound and, and tied and he is currently drowning beneath the blood and there's just no way he can get out. However, you also see he is not even reacting. He's not thrashing. He's not anything. If you didn't see him breathing, you would think he was not alive. All right. Up next, one of the Malisons. Uh So, Seeing that you are tied up, Anomio, uh, this Malison is actually going to go towards Salazar. Now, he looks, uh, in this case, he's got the um, the snake lower body as well, Salazar, and uh, he is going to make, he's actually going to do two scimitar attacks against you. So he pulls both of his scimitars out of kind of these sheaths on his back. He makes one attack, a 23 will hit, and it's going to do four damage. Then he's going to take another attack with his other scimitar. Uh, 20 will hit for 8 damage. Alright. Um, and then he is going to kind of move a little bit more down to, to the south of you. So uh, kind of giving giving prince uh, the priestess a little bit of extra room. Alright. Up next is another Malison. So this guy was over to the side of the altar. Now he has a longbow. And he is actually going to... He sees you running, Daffy. He's going to take a shot at you with his longbow. Let's see how he does. 
a 14, I suspect, does not hit. Does not hit. So he actually gets two ranged attacks as part of his his deal, so he's going to make another uh, longbow attack. Assuming that I had given him any arrows. Jeez, come on, Bill. Okay. Not an extra attack. Right, yeah. So uh, it takes him a second to find an arrow in his quiver, and he goes and takes another shot at you for another fourteen. Ah, terrible! Uh, you're just so quick because because you decided to dash. He he just assumed you'd be running. He just totally mis misjudged you. All right, up next, yeah, Alessio, you are up. Uh, well, I got two assholes to deal with here. <laughs> So I'm going to I'm going to use my uh, Misty Step. Yes, finally, finally, you did it. <laughs> like every time we get in a fight, I'm like, please use your Misty Step. Awesome, awesome. Use your Misty Step. So excited for you. Mis- yes, I'm using my Misty Step. Um, do I have to do like a standard roll for it? Nope, not at all. You just do it. Okay, so I so do you it. Misty Step, and I believe it's thirty feet. Yeah, so I Misty Step, and what I want to do is uh, kind of sneak behind these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so they don't, so they can't really see, you know, where I am and, you know, being snakes, I'm hoping mm-hmm. that, that little bit of dust, like that surrounds me kind of gets in there. They're sensitive snake eyes. Um, and then as I get around them, I take out my, uh, my, um, javelin of lightning, Ooh. uh, cause I want to hit both of them as I'm getting behind them. Um, I'm going to get behind them and use my javelin. That's right, baby. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> attack. Do I get advantage for that or no? So if you if you were to teleport more close to the altar, um, then you could hit both of them from that angle. Uh, where you are right now, you wouldn't be able to hit both of them. Um, but you here. will you will have advantage on this, uh, and you'll get your sneak attack. Okay. Awesome. All right. So let me get my uh, javelin of lightning. Do attack with advantage. So a 14. So a 14 will hit both of them. Okay. Nice. Um, So go ahead and roll damage. Uh, Yep, let me roll my damage. On a hit, the target takes damage from the javelin plus 46 lightning damage. Um, So it should have rolled... So you take... The first one takes 7 damage. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, they're both going to... I think that's how it works, right? Each creature in the line excluding you and the target must make a DC 13 dex saving throw. Uh, okay, cool. So they need to make deck saving throw. So both of them are going to take seven damage, and then they both have to make a deck saving throw. Uh, so I will do that. Cool. Javelin. First guy rolls an eight, so I'm sure that fails. Second guy rolls an 11, uh, which I would guess that fails, right? Has a DC. Also yeah. fails. Awesome. Yep. Um, so, Okay. So you're about to do a shit ton of damage. Um, so first off, roll your sneak attack damage, uh, and I will add that onto the seven piercing damage that you just did. Uh, let me go my. Uh, I always forget where that it's is. It's under where features. It should totally features. not be under features. Yeah, but it, it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, I always go onto like uh, like spellbook or effects for that one. But let me do my sneak attack. Yeah. Um, damage. Uh, normal. Cool. Dice. Boom. All right, so you do an additional 21 damage to both of them. Now I want you to roll another um, 
another 4d6 for the lightning damage because they both saved their saving uh, failed their saving throw. Oh boy. Also oh, just roll standard d6. Roll 4d6. <laughs> four of them? Yes. So you should be able to okay. click the button four times. Yep, got it. All right, roll. Here we go. All right, not well. That's 1d6 plus 4. That's that's Hold on. Oh, I roll see. Roll okay. 4d6. We'll just do this. Yeah, just do that. <laughs> so you do an additional 13 damage to both of them. So yeah, nice, nice. job. Uh, they nice. are very hurt. Um, nice job. So uh, you Ooh. you take this lightning javelin. Where do you keep your lightning javelin? I'm curious. Uh, it's kind of kind of uh, on a diagonal across my back. So when I need it, I just kind of pull it. Nice. Like I like to picture it's like a very short sheath because it's just kind of retract. Like as you pull it out, it gets you know longer and longer as a giant bolt of lightning. So you yeah, it's toss. Like those, it's kind of like if you like picture like Darth Maul's lightsaber, the double yes. end lightsaber. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's kind of like small, but then it like when I when I'm ready to use it, like shing, like Perfect. both ends come out. Yeah. Same here. Same yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I was waiting for it. <laughs> awesome. So you you take this lightning javelin off your back and you throw it. In crackles through the air as it pierces through both of them specifically going directly through both of their hearts doing just immense damage to both of them uh they are if anything they are very deterred uh these are creatures that want to live um for a lot of reasons so that may very well come into play uh anything else alessio um no i think i've gotten far enough away from them um, mm -hmm. we'll see what they do but i'm gonna stay where i am kind of next to this next to the stone tablet and behind the uh the uh the fire the the fire stones here so excellent all right salazar what are you doing all right well i've just been observing everything going on around me and i think the first thing i want to do is cast my shadow of oil i guess pronounce oil spell okay um, so this is, I'm able to do this because I bought that eyeball encased in it, enclosed mm -hmm. in a gem. So since this is off. the first time that you're, you're casting it, why don't you tell the, the audience kind of what it does? Sure. So, um, it causes flame-like shadows to wreathe my body until the spell ends, causing you to become heavily obscured to others. The shadows turn dim light within 10 feet of you to darkness and bright light in the same area to dim light. Until the spell ends, you have resistance to radiant damage. In addition, whenever a creature within 10 feet of you hits you with an attack, the shadows lash out at that creature, dealing, a dealing it 2d8 necrotic damage. Excellent. Nice. All right. So uh, go for it and cast it. So you cast this spell. At oh, that's weird. I had to roll. <laughs> oh, <I don't> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> um, so, oh, that it's just anybody that hits you will will get six damage. It's just kind of oh, making yeah. it easier for us. So you uh, you cast the spell and your entire body is enveloped in shadow and you see these these shadowy tendrils just kind of lashing out towards towards all of your enemies. Um, the Malison just to your south is suddenly uh, maybe rethinking whether you may or may not be the Messiah. What are you doing with the rest of your turn? All right, I'm going to move. So now that I'm enveloped in shadows, I assume I can move away like safely right uh let me just double check i believe so if, uh, you know, become heavily <laughs> obscured to others so um if he were to try to hit you he would get disadvantage okay so i'm going to move away from him which means he's likely going to try to hit me right mm -hmm. where are right, you so moving I'm gonna, to i'm going to move to the left okay 
Well, I'm, ultimately, I'm trying to get up close to this thing to investigate it and see like what the heck is going on with this thing over here. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Investigate during a fight. I know. I love it. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. All right. So he's he is going to make an opportunity attack with the scimitar against you with disadvantage. All right. Uh, even with um, no, that's not right. Hold this on. Yeah, that did say I held shift. Whatever. Uh, he rolled a thirteen as his dis. Uh, no, less than that. He rolled five plus. It, it doesn't doesn't hit you. Um, so his disadvantage scimitar does not hit you, and you go over to the smoking. Uh, damage because of my shield. Doesn't he have to hit you? No, it says. Let me double check. It says when they attack you. Let me double check. Lash. Uh, in addition, whenever a creature with a t- hits you with an attack. Okay. You're right. Sorry. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, yeah, can, can I like investigate this? Like, can I like sure see what's going on here? Yeah. Um. So you uh you get down close to the uh to the smoking little little puff ball here, and you kind of smell it a little bit, and it's basically just kind of like an incense smoke, trying to maybe cover up the smell of blood and alcohol in here. Yeah. I I could have sworn it had something to do with their glossy eyes, but oh well. That was my that was my intention there. So. Oh, well, guess I'll end right. my turn. All right. Uh, so at the we're back at the top of the order here. Um, the the little little gnome that tumbled into the water. I mean, sorry, into the blood. I mean, he wishes it was water. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to make a constitution save for him uh, to see if he starts taking drowning, like damage from drowning. At the moment, he is OK. Um, Pretty soon it'll be a problem for him. Okay, so up next is one of these UNT. Uh, so this is one that you just hit with your lightning uh, javelin. <sighs> he looks at the other guy. He looks down at his chest and he sees that he just took an immense amount of damage, but he's not even bleeding. That lightning bolt basically traveled directly through him, just shocking. He does not know what happened and he's going to attempt to run away. Um, so you see him, he has 30 feet of movement. He is going to run down towards the front door here. Okay. So that is bites his legs off. (laughs) So (laughs) he's going to run this way and on his way out, he is going to take a longbow attack at you, Alessio, um, to just, I don't think he wants to necessarily retreat entirely, but he does not want to be anywhere near you. And in true fashion, he crit failed on his uh, longbow. So as he's running, he tries to take the longbow kind of off his shoulder and he drops it on the ground. Um, he's fully demotivated with that natural one and he will be trying to escape on his next turn. All right, Daffy, you're up. So you are about five feet away from this gnome who is now in the blood, uh, actively yeah. drowning. As he runs away, I just say, nice try, Cobra Commander. Take care. <laughs> <laughs> so I have no idea if I can do this, but I want to see if I can cast the spell command to wake up the, 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 the people who are currently tied up and bound. Okay. I believe command is only for one character, right? It's, okay, it's, well, in this it's case, one creature. I'll, I'll yep. do it for the gnome who is close to drowning. Okay. Um, so you're, so you're going... So, 
hold on before you try to do that so you're you're gonna try yeah. he won't be able to hear you because he's fully submerged in blood but what if i try what if i jump right in and <laughs> try to pull him out of the water or the blood that would be a good first step yep <laughs> yeah i'll start okay. with that all right, so this this thing is not hard to lift. It is truly made to basically tumble forward. It's it is intended, and you can easily see based off the fact that you are now waist deep in blood. This is meant to completely frighten somebody in the last moments of their life, um, as they yeah. drown in just viscous fluid. So you have no problem lifting this back out of the blood and kind of pushing it back up against the wall. Um, I'll actually, I'll only make that take five feet of movement. It was very easy. And uh, okay. as you push him back against the wall, you see he's totally just coma uh, comatose is the wrong word, but he's just staring blankly in space and his entire everything is covered in this thick red, just ugh. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he doesn't even blink and you see the blood just dripping like down his eyeballs and off his cheeks and everything. What would you like to do? Lovely. Um, so with, with demand, so what I'm seeing here is I can speak a one word command to a creature I can see within range. Yep. Um, the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or follow the command on its next turn. Um, so I think I can use it to say awaken. Yep. Uh, and he will, uh, uh what is the DC on that? Um, I'm the guessing DC it's... is 14. 14? All right. 13. So. Oh, 15? Okay. No, 13. One, two. That's fine. Um, he rolled a natural one on his ability uh, on his resisting of that, which was oh. basically whomever put him under the spell, it was meant to be a long-lasting spell, so it, it it's not meant to be messed with, it just lasts. And it he easily overcomes it. As he starts to kind of shake out of this, he looks at himself. And he just screams. <laughs> he has no idea where he is, what is going on, or why he's covered in blood. And right now, there's a, a giant lizard covered in blood about five feet in front of him. And uh, I won't be able to do justice to what, what uh, Ed does, but it sounds like Ed running from the, the, the cave crawler there. The cave fisher. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, you still have, like, Plenty that you could do with your turn, if you'd like. So you've used an action and five feet of movement. Um, I, I want to calm this poor gnome down and just be like, it, it'll be okay, just trust me. Stay out of the way here. We're, we're going to rescue you and everyone else who's, who's tied up. So hopefully get the gnome off the side in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then if I may approach Nikita and try to hack away at the leather diamonds. Sure. Uh, so just for just so you know, the the um, the gnome rolled a 20 on his insight, to, basically to see in the little bit of sanity he currently could muster, whether he at least trusted you enough to not continue to flip out um, with a natural 20. He actually kind of gets his faculties back and he, he realizes what's happening. He sees the battle all around him and uh, he's he will not have any negative effects uh, from from what just happened to him if you were to like say free him he won't just stand there paralyzed in fear or anything like that all right so you run over to mcshweta um she's currently on the wall uh she also has the gla glossed over white eyes and she's bound with with leather bands across her chest and legs 
Now, am I able to use that command again, or? No, because that would be a full, that's an action. Um, okay. All right, I'll just um, wait until, I guess I'll just, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll start to cut at the ties. Perfect. Um, I don't know. No, since it's, not, or... since it's not an attack against a creature that's not actively fighting against you, I'll let you be able to cut her ties using your bonus action. And uh, as part of okay. your turn, especially since you have plenty of movement left, um, you're able to cut through both of her her bindings, but she is just standing there. Um, in fact, right. there's like a big tendril of drool. It's like almost six inches long, and it's just kind of dripping from her, her mouth. Lovely <laughs> All right. Anomio. Ah, well, I will continue to bring justice to this horrid priest. Uh, first things first, I'm going to do the rapier, because that's what I do. Mm -hmm. I like it, my brother rapier. Going old school. <laughs> Going old school. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a 20, I'm guessing that's A it. 20 will definitely hit. Alright, um, that's going to do 8 damage, but I'm also, as long as I'm here, I'd like <laughs> to, uh... Yeah, I'm going to do a disarming attack, which I can add the superiority die to the roll, and then she has to do a DC 15. Oh, why did that roll? That's very weird. Okay, well, she has to do a DC 15 or else she drops her sword. Uh, strength but saving more, Got it. Yeah, but more importantly, why didn't that do... She rolled a 15. <laughs> yeah! So, yeah. Alright, so she, uh, she manages to keep her sword in her hand. Yeah, uh... For some reason, I think it's just a D8, so I'll just roll a D8. Uh, so she takes oh, an extra couple points of damage. Two more damage, no, not too much. Sure. But then I'm going to do it again. Do it again. Do it again. Piss. Or not. Oh. <laughs> uh, There's a lot of natty ones tonight. Wow. You know what? Risky, yeah. risky I really, really, really would like to kill her. So do it. Go Here. for it. Nice. Risky whiskey. Tis a riskiest whiskey. Oh, oh my oh. damn it. <laughs> and she doesn't even have a very high AC, but uh I'll, I'll just rub that in a little bit. Um uh, all right, so with the surge. Action, action surge. surge. Nice. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep keep wailing on this lady. I'm just gonna just keep keep just stabbing her. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, yes, you 13. are. Oh, you just barely hit her. Uh, oh, so, God. Uh, go All ahead and right. roll damage. Uh, 12 damage. 12 points of damage. All right. So um, after struggling quite a bit, you go like, like whoa, 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 you finally get her. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Looney Tunes cloud. Like dust picking up. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh anything else that you'd like to do nope that is all my actions okay that's all and he used all of them <laughs> i did all right so up next is uh the unt malison the first one that you hit with the um lightning lightning thing so he did see his friend run away and then he saw him take a shot at you um so instead of maybe joining him he's he's like oh okay he's he's gonna hit him from from long range all right and he's gonna just dive in back into combat with you and he is going to make a uh he's gonna try to bite you again this is the guy with the snake hands uh he is going to 
miss yeah. his first and then so he's gonna be like <laughs> with both of his hands wow miss both um he is uh it's he's because, it's because i am a shade of rakath now absolutely <laughs> <laughs> just matrix things i I, love told, it. I just like you did this <laughs> <laughs> nice um so uh he runs up to you with his two his two arms of of uh of snakes and he kind of just lashes out at you and and exactly like you said you just kind of matrix around them and uh no luck the 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 snakes actually fall kind of limp down and they're just very disappointed in their master (laughs) no one likes a limp snake nobody does (laughs) all right up next is priestess achi uh and uh she says she looks at you a gnomeo and uh she says actually yeah you're a gnome okay cool um so she is going to stick her hand out towards your forehead and she's going to try to uh, invoke a nightmare um so you need to make a intelligence saving throw for me please okay Oh, you, you just missed. Well, All right. So what happens here is so she reaches her hand out towards your forehead and and this like purple kind of magical cloud kind of comes from your forehead into her hand. And she says, very interesting. And suddenly you see uh, Catherine Zeta Gnomes in front of you. And she is <laughs> as if she was truly there. And you see Priestess Achi strike into her stomach with her scimitar and Catherine falls no! to the ground dead Catherine no! and you take 28 points of psychic damage oh geez that yeah that what that that to marrow. <laughs> oh. and uh on a failed save you take that much damage and you're frightened of the manifestation so not only oh. was it horrible to behold, but you're going to have to spend your next turn dashing away from this whole situation as far as you can. Um, wow. And uh, that will last for up to a minute. You're going to be uh, afraid of this until either you get out of sight of her or um, you save on your, your saving throw. It's a uh, 13 intelligence save on your, your turn. Oh, boy. All, All right. right. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be her turn. All right. Up next is the Malison. Um, so he is going to, let's see, he's going to go after Salazar. He's going to target you. And this guy is going to, oh, I'm sorry. He's actually, he's not going to go right next to you. He's going to make two ranged attacks against you, Salazar. So he's going to back up a little bit in the, in the light of the brazier. He's going to pull his longbow from his shoulder and he is going to hit you for nine damage and then he's going to knock another arrow 13 does 13 hit hit. all right he's gonna knock another arrow and this one's gonna go a little wide uh it's actually gonna it's gonna sail right into that little smoking um puff ball behind you and uh yeah maybe knock the lid off of it all right and that will be his turn up next is uh, this other UNT, um, he is actually going to run backwards towards, well, you guys oh. don't know. Um, he's going to run into a, an area of this temple that you have not seen yet, but he is disappeared. Alessio, you are up. 
All right, well, since now that I know that these guys like to run a little bit, I'm going to go at this guy with my booming blade. So if he starts mm -hmm. to run away after I hit him, he'll uh, get to take on some more damage. Maybe I can kill him. So, Excellent. Since he's right in my face, I'm going to grab my booming blade. Um, my standard roll here. Oh, uh, hey Salazar, um, make a uh, roll a Constitution saving throw for oh. me, please. Did I do that wrong. What was uh, that? I don't think so. Um, I think it just I think it just happens. Like you you just cast it, um, but you did roll really bad on what the damage would have been. Um, so Sal Salazar, you lost concentration on that spell that you had with the uh, the tendrils when you got hit by the arrow. Um, Sorry. <laughs> that was okay, 150 so, gold well spent. I didn't get to use any, like, no benefit whatsoever. <laughs> okay. Wait, so, so when I click, when I click roll, it yep. just said cast spell. Yeah. Uh, that's because it's using one of your, um, one of your spell slots. Oh, it's a cantrip. Okay. Got it. Yep. Um, so you brandish the weapon, blah, blah, blah. Um, okay. On a hit, the target suffers the weapons attacked. And, okay. So it looks like he takes one point of damage uh, just from the initial hit. Okay. Um, and then if he moves out of there, he's going to take another point of damage because unfortunately he rolled pretty crappy. Um, yeah, that was a bad roll. Actually, but, you know what? Can I risk you whiskey that one? Absolutely. Yeah. Why don't you do that? And then I also, tonight, I so. think you're, I think you're actually supposed to, before you risky whiskey to use booming blade, you're supposed to actually hit with your hit first. So you, like, it, you'd be like, Oh, I hit him with my rapier and then I cast booming blade. Um, oh, got it, got it, got it. That yeah, so, okay. so go ahead and attack him with your rapier, and uh, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I'll, I'll give you advantage on this one uh, because you just destroyed his freaking everything with your lightning, and he's scared of you. <laughs> All right, I will attack. This is my yeah. I'm going with I'm uh, kind of in arms with my brother in rapier over there. Yeah. Um, From his the point bang. of view, you are a slave who just disappeared and threw a lightning bolt through his chest. Yeah, <laughs> And a 12 will actually hit, um, believe it or not. So uh, go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Uh, damage. Basically, nobody in the city wears armor because they're all just, there you know, go. They're, they're cocky. All right, so you do nine damage to him plus an extra one damage from the, the booming blade, and he is on death's door at the moment. Nice. All right, anything else? Uh, no, just going to continue right. to... See if this guy runs away or not, and hoping to get out of this so I can maybe go help my my brother over there in Rapier because he's all his he's mentally screwed up right now. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> all right, Salazar, what are you doing? All right, well I'm looking at the priestess over here who has not only insulted my deity but also attacked my friend Ignomia. So mm -hmm. I think I'd like to you know what I'm the Eldritch Blaster like all the way. Both, nice. Both blasts. Now. Where does where does Salazar's Eldritch Blast come from? Oh, they're back in the nips for sure. Excellent, because Sa Salazar's got like larger a larger chest than most people I've ever seen. So <laughs> packing some some punch in those things. Mm -hmm. Just make trying to this keeps targeting on myself. So I'm sorry. Hold on. Okay, got it. All right, here we go. Let's go to the first one. Oh, oh. Mm, does not does that not hit? Uh, one uh, a ten does not hit, unfortunately. I'll just Can tell I you at this point, she has an AC of fourteen. Can I risky whiskey? Absolutely. God. Has an AC of fourteen. Everyone's missing. Mm -hmm. Oh man, we are not doing well tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh. 14. Does he... Uh, so Does a, four, a 14 will hit. Uh, so you hit for nine, and you push her back 10 feet, I believe. Uh, yes. Ooh, nice. she's on the edge, right? So she, she, uh, as you push her back, she stumbles backwards, and actually, I will say, she hits the lip of this thing, of this pool, and I'm gonna make her roll, um, a dexterity saving throw to see if she trips and falls backwards into the blood. Oh. She's able to stay on her feet. Um, oh, mostly because yeah. it's, it's towards the end of the ten feet, and she, she kind of steps up onto it, but she's right on the lip of this thing. Alright, oh. I got my second blast, so I'm gonna, like, move a little bit more. I haven't mm-hmm. moved yet. So. I'm gonna give her the I'm gonna give her the crane kick like immediately. I'm gonna use my second Eldritch Blast. Sweet, sweep mm-hmm. the leg. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, a, tw- a 22 will hit for 8 damage. Yeah. Uh, so you do 8 damage to Priestess Atshi and you push her back 10, 10 feet as well. Um, she uh, eh, let's, let's see what happens. Let's make another dexterity saving throw. See how how clumsy she may be. Seven. She's pretty clumsy. She falls backwards into the into the blood, and she is considered prone. She'll have to use half her movement to stand up. And any attacks against her, um, they would have advantage. Except she is now under the bloody water, so uh, I would say that would have given disadvantage. So anybody trying to attack her will just be a straight roll. Um, but she she falls yeah, yeah, yeah. back into the into the bloody water goo. And, uh, you know, yeah. if I wasn't having a nervous breakdown right now, I'd find that very funny. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, she, uh, she goes, I don't even know what, how would she even react to that? Just, just probably more just frustration. Uh, but she's not up yet. She's under the water, so you don't hear any reaction. Uh, what would you like to do, Salazar? Um, I'm just looking at my, my big black rod here, and, um, <laughs> I'm reading that it, that it says I, I can regain one warlock spell slot as an action while holding the rod. Yes. Um, does that just like just give me that extra spell again? Correct. That's that's what it's meant for. It's basically warlocks have a very small amount of spell slots, so it's meant to give you extras if that you know. Um, it's an action though to do that. It's it's more oh. meant to be like an in between combat kind of thing. Or if you really need it, you could use it as your action. Okay, and that, I don't need it right now. I just I mm-hmm. thank you for clarifying. So I, I think I'm just gonna end my turn now. Cool. All right. So up next is the fleeing UNT Malison. Uh, he takes a look at Talon as he's running because he didn't even know she was there. Uh, Booker gives her a, uh, gives him a little smile and snaps his, his jaws and he keeps running out the door and he is out of combat. All right. Um, up next is actually the priestess is under the blood, so she cannot use her layer action, which in this case is to drop somebody else into the blood. Uh, so that was a very good move, novelist. Nice job. Um, but Daffy, you are up. Okay, so have I freed McShweta? You have freed McShweta, but she is currently still just like zombified. Okay. Um, and you did not, you, you did not free. Right, the, I'll, I'll sorry, do another right. command. Um, I'll do another command mm-hmm. on McShweta and say okay. Uh So let's see how she does. Uh, yes, that, so she, uh, she awakens and she looks at you. She's not covered in blood, excuse me, but she has no idea where she is, but she does see you, Daffy. Um, oddly enough, she actually doesn't see Nobilis. Otherwise that could have reacted a little different, but she does recognize you, Daffy, and she's free and she, she, 
Daffy, Daffy, uh, where are, where are we? And she kind of puts her arms around you a little bit and she, she holds onto you really tight. Like she's just scared. Um, what are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm going to comfort Mitchweta and be like, Hey, I know you're probably really confused and scared right now, but, um, we just got to take down these snake people thingies and it'll be a okay. Trust me. Okay. So Mitchweta has joined the fight. Uh, in some capacity, we'll see what happens with her. Um, cool. And actually, she'll she'll go directly after you, uh, Daffy. At this point, uh, is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? You you haven't really well you used an action. Yeah. yeah. All right. Can I take another action and try to hit? This, you can't take uh... another action, unfortunately, because it it's no? you have multiple okay. attacks, but only one action. It's more that you have multiple attacks as yeah. part of your action. If you have a bonus action right, or that's... something, but. Uh, do I have one action? Uh, I could you use... have a couple. But nothing that I really want to go with right now, so I'll just wait. Alright, fair enough. Alright, uh, up next is McShweta. So, McShweta, uh, she lets go of you, Daffy, and um, she's gonna kind of, like, really delicately tiptoe um, about five feet over here to the, the person next to her, and she, she says, uh, she looks back at you, Daffy. She said, "Should should I should I free that big one?" And she starts. Yeah, start, yeah, start, I'll handle She starts gnawing at the at the bindings on on this large Goliath, um, and she's able to get through both of them within her turn. So now this this other person is still comatose, but she is free. All right, Anomio, you're up. Uh, so I believe I have to spend my. Full action running, running. but first, yeah. first thing, um, make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. Or is it? Yeah, it's probably wisdom. Or was it intelligence? I I was just questioning that too because I it's an intelligence. Yeah, almost nothing is okay. intelligence, so I just guessed. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, intelligence saving throw. You got to roll a thirteen or better. That actually helps me because I'm better at intelligence. Weirdly enough, that is weird. <laughs> All right, so actually, you you managed to break out of it entirely. Um, That'll, I, I believe that'll be your turn, but you don't you don't have to run away this turn. Oh, okay. The illusion is broken. The illusion is you broken. You do not mess with a man's lady love or a man's man love. Don't mess with either of them. <laughs> she can't hear you. She's under the blood. But <laughs> <laughs> well, that was for you. That was for you. It's okay. All right. Up next is the uh, Malasan that's right next to uh, Anomio. Um, so he is going to... He's looking around now and he sees this like shock wave of just this purplish weird energy around him. Uh, but he's going to still stick his little snakes through there. He's going to take the damage, I believe. Um, I'll have to verify that while I'm rolling, but he's still going to try to attack you. So that's not going to hit. And what did that other one do? Kind of was uh, 22 will hit. Um, four. 11 damage. Uh, Alessio. So. Oh, you said Agnomio. I did say Agnomio, but I meant Alessio. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so. If the target willingly moves five feet or more before then the target. All right. So it's not if he attacks. It's just if he moves. Okay. So uh, he did 11 damage to you and that will end his turn. All right, up next is the Priestess. So she's going to spend her 
turn kind of you see uh this just giant snake body she's about eight feet tall and um her tail kind of thrashing in the blood and it's just flying everywhere and she raises up from the from this blood and it's just dripping down or she's completely crimson and furious and she uh she looks at you and nomio actually no i'm sorry she's gonna look at salazar uh because you just knocked her in there and she is actually she's gonna look at you and she's gonna say come join me and she's gonna cast suggestion on you and you need to make a probably a wisdom saving throw um stay away from the pool make a wisdom saving throw for you uh for me salazar Ooh, nice. All right, so she says, come, come into this nice pool. It's nice and warm. It's comfortable. And uh, you're just like, nope. (laughs) That was not going to swing that. (laughs) No, not at all. Uh, She is getting uh, increasingly frustrated with you. Um, She's actually going to slither her way over to you so that she can kind of engage with you in the next. Actually, no, I'm sorry. She is not. Uh, She is actually quite hurt at this point. That didn't work. She is going to... Sorry, I'm just double-checking to make sure this isn't... Oh, okay. I think she can do this as... Oh, it's an action. Shit. Okay, never mind. Nothing that she could do at the moment. Uh, she's She is going to... She's going to wander over towards Volok, which is the other uh, Goliath here, the, the only one that hasn't been freed. And she's going to grab him by his chest band and she's going to pull him into the blood. So he is now face down under underwater, uh, suffocating or drowning. And that will end her turn. All right. So the uh, the Malison, um, boy, this guy, where did he come from? I thought he was whatever. OK, this guy is going to attack you, Salazar. Uh, Salazar. He Delicious. is going to to make a longbow attack um it's the one down below uh to the, the south glowy blue one? yep oh, oh, not him, no not the glowy blue one um he does not succeed on his first longbow attack and he is actually going to run to the south down to this door and he's going to open the door and say everybody get out here help help the priestess no oh, no no and please, please don't. you are going to see Four new UNT come out here. However, they do look quite different than everybody else. And you notice one very key difference on them. Each one of them has a blue sash around their waist. And you see, you see one of them immediately start fighting with the guy who just opened the door. Uh, He is a kind of a blue shade of of unt his scales are blue he's very tall lithe and uh he's gonna just get into combat with this unt and they are now preoccupied there is another one um she has a very large uh build and she is going to just charge into the blood towards the priestess another one who happens to be wearing just kind of a brown hat with like a big snake kind of wrapped around it he's gonna run over towards you and nomio and uh, see how he can help. And then this other one starts singing loudly. And every one of you is going to feel yourself feeling invigorated. And you can all add a D8 to your next attack. 
Ooh. Oh, sure, that's fun. These are the Raiders in their UNT yeah. forms. Cool. All right. Uh, up next is you don't know. Uh, there's one of these UNT that disappeared. He's off doing something. Alessio, you're up. The guy right. that's in front of you is, as I mentioned, he's very much on death's door. He he has been abused quite a bit, but most of his damage is internal from the electricity. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I gotta try to finish this guy off. He's just pissing me off at this time. At this <laughs> so I'm gonna take my rapier and uh, do a little bit of an attack roll here. Come on. Nice. Yes. Yeah. All right, a 24 will definitely hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Damage. Yes. Uh, and that will be enough. Uh, so you, you uh, tell me how you kill this guy. So I take my rapier and I basically take it and I just stab him right in the nape of his neck. And then I kind of cut down and I cut off his, his scale, his uh, whatever that part of the friggin' yep, snake the hood. Is. Yep. The hood that comes off, and then so does his the rest of his face just oozes out the side. Nice. Ooh. So as he falls backwards, he also falls into your um your what is that called? The the spell that you did? The booming um, blade. Booming blade. So he he falls into this like kind of just sonic boom around him, and the the bit of his body that is left, it just starts exploding from harmonic resonance, just pff, erupting his his skin. Um, Anyone order steak soup? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, so you still have more to do with your turn if you'd like. Uh, yeah, I actually want to... Let's see, who's around here? Um, that one guy's running out. He ran out. Hmm. I'm actually going to head up north to see what is up behind that other area. Excellent. Um as a uh, as a quick aside, with that D eight that I gave you all, you can decide to use that after your roll. So if uh, if okay. you rolled like a twelve and you're like, I think I can do better, um, you could roll the D eight. All, all right. right. So I just start I just start making my way up uh, cool. towards the top here. All right. Uh, so you do you want to dash? Yeah, I'll do a quick dash. Um, I, I don't have that much life left, so mm -hmm. I, I just kind of want to be careful. I'm only, I mean, I only have nine hit points left, and I don't sure. have anything to. Eat. I don't have anything to heal myself. So. No problem. All right, Salazar, you are up. So I'm yep. not losing focus on the, the priestess here, so I think I'd like to go ahead and just do the same thing. I'd like to Eldritch Blaster again twice. Excellent. All right, go for it. All right. All right. First one, 28. 28, that definitely okay. hits for 14 damage. 14 damage plus my 2d8. Plus your two. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna add his D eight to the to the hit. Uh, well, no, sorry, the the D eight is for the attack roll, not for the extra damage. Oh, oh, well, oh yeah, no, yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, okay. Then cool. I'll go ahead and so she is. Uh, right yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, fifteen does that hit? A fifteen will hit, and you do eight eight points of damage to her. She is still alive. Oh my god. But barely. Uh, you can't tell what's her blood. She can't tell what's her blood and what's just covering her. You made me bleed my own blood. 
Nobody there... makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> All right. So at the top of the order, uh, before Daffy goes, so the the Goliath that fell into the uh, water, he or is the blood, he is going to take um, some some damage from, or sorry, he's going to make a con save. But Daffy, you can go ahead and take your turn. Okay. Well, I, I'm ready to kill this biatch. So got my short sword. All right. Let's attack her. Uh, nice. Uh, I'm definitely taking that. Oh, do, do I need to take that D8? Yep, you could roll an extra D8. Yeah, there you go. There you go, nice. Yeah. As you hear Willie Capshaw over in the side, she's like, la, 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 doing kind of her best uh, Yoko Ono impression. She's just, <laughs> <laughs> she's a terrible singer um so you add a three to your 13 and that is plenty to hit go ahead and roll uh damage get her get her oh come on <laughs> uh do you, do, it? do you want to add smite or anything i'm just asking i'm not t- i'm not gonna tell you what's gonna kill her or not i'm just asking if you'd like to smite with it yes all right go ahead and uh smiting. Add your- yeah, because I, I don't know that you've ever used your smite. <laughs> I, I've not. I've Wor- not. But worst now paladin ever. Like <laughs> That's all right. You I'm know, so Daffy, Daffy doesn't get very upset very often. So um, go ahead and add your smite. I think you, you got to cast it as a spell. It'll tell you how much more to add to it. Okay. I think it's just a 1d6, but let mm-hmm. me see. go oh it's more than i thought oh serious smite, nice okay so uh you do an extra we don't even need to work in the extra uh con save or anything so an extra 10 damage on top of that uh tell me how you kill her uh i just stick the short sword right through her stupid face (laughs) 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 so (laughs) So, uh, priest, priestess, uh, Achi, she, she raises from the blood. She runs over, drops the guy into the, into the, into the, uh, blood. And then, um, Salazar zaps her a couple of times with the Eldritch Blast. Daffy, you finish her off. You shove your short, short sword right through her face. And, uh, do you pull it back out or do you leave, like, what else? Give me a little bit more. Um... Is it just tick, yeah? Tick, I'll, dead? I'll pull it back or, out and yeah. I'll just brandish it about with a little bit of flair. <laughs> Excellent, nice. So you uh, you give it a little whip and get some of that blood off the end of your sword. A Excellent. Week, and as then, my friend, and we, the would say. Yeah. And the the priestess falls backwards into the the bloody bloody uh, liquid here. Um, Daffy, roll me a perception boop, check. Okey dokes. Sixteen. That'll be enough. You notice that there is, as you're kind of watching her fall into the into this blood, she makes this huge splash. She's a huge creature, and you see that there's actually some sort of a maybe a door or like a like a metal grate or something at the bottom of this that it doesn't seem to be draining the blood, um, but it definitely seems to lead somewhere. All right. Anything else? I, I think well, that's probably it. Telling, yeah. I, I'm going to tell the rest of the gang what mm-hmm. I just saw. <laughs> sure. 
Uh, I just want to make sure that they're all still aware. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, So we are still in in combat here. McShweta is going to use... She's going to use her turn to kind of grab this uh, this Goliath and try to drag her out towards, um, you know, the side here. The UNT purebloods that were controlling the the mechanisms they are going to flee, um, but Anomio they're going to have to get past you in order to do so. Aha! My time to shine. All right, so you are up. All right, well. I will not let these evil doers pass before my sight. And it's time to get stabby. <laughs> it's time to get stabby. <laughs> get stabby. Nice. She uh she looks defiantly in your eyes as oh. she's trying to run past you. Oh and, no. And eight won't do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Second attack. Wow, I am rolling so badly. Tonight. I know, I know. Oh my gosh. Oh no. Uh you know what? Uh what is Oh, I would get, I would throw away these dice if they were, if they were physical dice. <laughs> worst worst dice. Um, there are actually mods out there where you could put a dice in like a dice jail. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so unfortunately, an eight and a ten, I, I can't even kind of give it to you. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't think you could. Yeah. No. Any anything else? No, I am just going to hang my head ashamedly. All right. <laughs> so. Um, this UNT, the one that was involved with Short Drowned, uh, Short Drowned, he actually was able to kill the uh, Malison by by himself. Um, Willie Capshaw, seeing that your couple of uh, stabs at this UNT Pure Blood failed, she's actually going to grab her loot that she's been kind of playing on. She's going to spin around backwards and kind of swipe it at the Pure Blood's legs and trip her up. She is now prone on the ground next to you. Um, the other Malison, the one that retreated into the, the back, um, he's still potentially there. And then Alessio, you're up. Uh, Jesus. Uh, given my um, given my low health, uh, man, I don't even know what to do right now. I think what I'll do is I'll get, I'll kind of walk across the wall here. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go up too far in case there's something around that corner waiting for me. Sure. And with so little hit points, I don't want anything to attack me and jump me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to kind of stay here along the wall and do a long range attack onto the um, the pure blood the there. Woman. There yep. you go, right a, right above Salazar. Sure. Yep. Her name is so, Talash. Talash. Yes. Well, Talash is about to get a short bow to her head. <laughs> I sure hope uh, so. Let me, just, let me just use a regular arrow here. Uh, not my unbreakable one. So I get my short throw, short throw, and okay, and attack. Oh, it was a seventeen. You <laughs> a sixteen will still hit. A sixteen will okay, still hit. Good. Yep. Go All ahead right. and roll damage. Let me roll my damage. Nice. All right, with eight. Um, so an eight will be enough. And she is going to, uh, you, you shoot her, you get an arrow directly into her stomach. She falls to her knees and she says, I die for Helix. And then she pulls a knife out of her back pocket and she slits her own throat and uh, oh, collapses to the hey. floor. Well, that was dramatic for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is. Yeah. Okay. 
We're we're in a room full of a with a giant pool of blood. Dramatic for no reason. This kind of on the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's their whole yeah. aesthetic. <laughs> Alessio kind of looks over and is like. Damn, I'm dark, and that's kind of dark for me. <laughs> <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> Settle down now. <laughs> All right, Salazar, you're up. There's there's one uh, pure blood down here uh, to the to the south. That's the only enemy left at the moment. How many of the um, people that that are frozen? Like, how many of them are left? I know the the, the girl so they're, that they're just dragged out. So they're they're still the one the one big guy is still under the blood. Um, he was not pulled up or anything like that. So he's still potentially drowning. Um, but there were four prisoners total. Uh, three of them have been freed, and two of them are awake. Is the the big guy? Is he been freed? He he's just not awake. Correct. Uh, sorry. the The other one is a, a a Goliath female. Um, and she is not awake. She is like glazed over. Okay. Um, let me make sure I'm within distance. But I, I also have the awake ability that um, mm-hmm. Daffy had as well. So, uh, let me just make sure it's not a distance thing. Sixty feet. So I probably should move. That'll away. be close enough. Yep. Okay. I'll, I'll say awake and then t- okay. t- towards her. Excellent. So she is going to uh, actually the um. Let's just see. No problem. Uh, so she she uh actually. Actually, no, I'm sorry. I take it back. She actually should have woken up as soon as that woman slit her own her own uh, throat. Uh, she was the one keeping her under that spell. Um, so you can take your, your spell slot back. Um, okay. she, the, the Goliath kind of her, her eyes unglaze and she, she's standing there just, what is happening? And she's totally confused. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, well, in that case, I'll... Use yep. my spell to attack this other one. This like the perfect one that's left, right? Okay, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will go ahead and elegant blaster. Sure. All right. First one. Oh, oh. come on. <laughs> you know what though? At at this I point, I didn't have my D8s yet. Oh yeah, perfect. Actually, well, her her uh, her DC oh, is an eleven, so with a D8 you will definitely hit. Um, okay. so go ahead and roll damage. There you go. Okay, that was just the DA. That's not damage. Okay, let me try. All right. Oh, wait, how do I just roll damage? Uh, you just did, right? One. Oh no. No, no, um, no, I did the D8. I did the D8 thing. Uh, let's just let's just do this. I'll just do it. Um, I think it's uh. There's a way to do it. I don't remember. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Ten damage. Perfect. Oh, that is oh, enough. Um, she is injured and she is uh she has fallen down to the carpet uh she is currently knocked prone what would you like to do i have another blast okay so you'll have advantage on this attack i don't oh advantage is twice okay let me just that's all right 21 hits okay all right with an eight so you are able to um basically just tell me how you kill her i'll let that be you (laughs) <laughs> I don't need to describe everything. Uh, I mean, you know, she's over there alone. She can't sacrifice herself or slit her own throat. I just want to be a very anticlimactic death. I just want to be like, no, you don't deserve your little moment like the last girl had. Like, no, you're, <laughs> you're gone. Excellent. <laughs> All right. So she uh, she dies in a very undramatic way uh, as opposed to the other. All right. So we are now officially out of combat. Um, the one Goliath is still drowning beneath the, the, the blood. Uh, and 
You don't know where the other guy went. So well, someone really needs to run over. I'm gonna run over there and haul his giant ass out of the blood pool real quick because perfect we, we don't need him drowning i would actually say between you and shyla um you guys are able to lift him because he's very heavy he's he's probably about 400 pounds um he's a big boy so well, you guys are able you, to lift him back up and uh you know cut his bindings and um mm-hmm. actually after the other one died he was still under the the um blood and he started kind of just thrashing about a little bit before you guys lift him out of the blood he is totally covered um and he's looking at you and he doesn't know what to make of you well hello my friend we will uh we'll get you cleaned up in a moment but first let's get you out of those bindings not in a weird way just <laughs> as a lightness <laughs> we're Where's, where did, where did the priestess go? Oh, she, she's super dead. Cadaverific. Oh, damn it. I wanted to kill her. All right. Uh, did you kill her? Uh, who, who, who killed her? Daffy? Daffy, Daffy killed her. He looks up at you, Daffy, and sees a, a tall, skinny female wood elf. And he just kind of nods to you and he says, Surprising. Are we not lizards anymore? I'm sorry. You're totally right. You're a no. lizard. <laughs> I <laughs> sorry. Like, I was picturing yeah. it in my head. You are totally still lizards. 100. Okay. Still surprising. Right. Still a lizard. Surprising. I I take yeah. it back. Uh, he looks at you. He says, "Good job." <laughs> <laughs> I'll nod and say, "I know." <laughs> um, and then he he kind of runs over to to um the other Goliath. He says. Uh, Mageo, are are you all right? And she says, yes, I'm fine. This uh, peculiar creature broke me from my bindings. And Mikshweta just kind of is looking very pleased with herself. Um, Mikshweta, she she runs kind of over and, and she says, where, where's Nobilis? Where's, where's my friend Nobilis? Where'd Nobby? Mikshweta, do you not recognize me? And she walks over. You're... You look much different, but she kind of looks at your pecs and she's like, there's something familiar about you. I'm much more handsome than ever. Like a couple of steaks slammed into a salami casing. So uh, Indiana Gnomes, he, he kind of walks over and he says, all right, all right. If, if uh, he says, sorry. Well, he's a, he's a UNT now, so he's got a different voice, but he says, if we're all done with the uh, the pleasantries here, uh, we were very wrong. Thorak is not free. He is captured. And this is a big problem. There is oh. much more okay. going on than we thought. We need to get to the All top right. of the ziggurat. And uh, we need to do it fast. All right. Rock and roll. Let's, yeah. Let's wait, go. remind me Remind me who, wait, Thorak is the... The dragon. That's the dragon. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yep. So, um, Thorak, so Thorak is not here to... For the return of Halix. He is, but he is here. He is here. I'm not sure why. He's tied up. He's he's restrained. There's these big metal cuffs on his on his ankles. And he is at the top of the the ziggurat. At this point, Volok, uh, the other the the male Goliath, he comes up, he says, Friends, thank you for saving me and saving Megeo here. 
We will go collect the other Goliaths. If you intend to fight the dragon, we will join you. We will fight our way to the top of the ziggurat, and we will meet you there. Well, that begs the question. Does the dragon want to be fought, or does he want to be set free? I guess we'll have to find that out. On the next episode, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> on the next episode, <laughs> well, we're gonna go. We're gonna go like five more minutes. So, all right. So, uh, so um, to answer your question, so Indy says, uh, "I have no idea what what Thorak wants, but uh, you're welcome to you're welcome to ask him." Um, the the little the little gnome, the little jungle gnome. He he says, "Hey, everybody, I has anybody seen my flare?" My flare gun. Does anybody see? Uh, it's like a, it's like a little tube, and it's got a, a an explosive in it. Does anybody see that anywhere? I'm gonna walk over. Also, I don't think anyone's cut him free yet. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. You guys, you guys woke him up and just left him there. Yeah, that's all right. You were busy. Uh, he he says. That's for a while, but does anyone know where my gun is? <laughs> <laughs> he says. Uh, he he says. Um. If, if we find that gun, we can call in support. There's more of us, and we we can help with the dragon. <gasps> oh, okay. Gnome commandos. Oh and uh, but you got to find the gun. He he says it works. It works. You shoot it towards the sky, and it will make like a big firework. And that's all you have to do. Do you remember the last time you saw? It? Was it on your person uh, before you got shackled to the wall? It was. It was when I was captured, they took it from me. And then last next thing I knew, I, I was breathing in this, this weird smoke, and then I was here. Oh, let's, uh, oh we should we check the, the bodies of all the yeah. creatures we killed? Let's check sure. this yeah. room over here where this... Wait, did you guys check this room? Do you see that? Did, did the raiders see anything over in here? Any, so, any flare guns? So, no, I think, uh, I think I think we should definitely check the bodies of everyone who's dead. All right, so let's do this. So we're gonna do um well while you are checking the bodies, um, you are going to find actually quite a quite a bit of gold on these uh, different various creatures. So not only are they making sacrifices to Halix, but part of their whole religion is to acquire wealth so that you can buy slaves and sacrifice them. So. Um, you are able to find approximately 534 gold pieces across all Damn. of these, and including a, a small stash that you found at the base of the altar um, from the priestess. You also find uh, several piece, uh, several gem pieces, all emeralds, um, and one blue sapphire, totaling probably about 1,300 gold pieces between all of them. Wow. 1,300 plus the 500? Yep. So they're going to have to post that. Wow. Yeah, we, wow. We're going to see. It's like Applebee's. Applebee's. We're going to. I love dotting. Get that salad. You can eat the breadsticks. So uh, let me. So we're, we're going to make a couple of decisions here. Um, you have found uh, Daffy. Daffy noticed the, the something in the blood. Um, there was the one guy who escaped up to the north, and then, uh, Anomio, you were just asking about the room to the south. So Short Drown actually answers you, and he says, there, there's a, uh, there's a hatch there. I'm not sure where it leads, um, but it seems to head towards the ziggurat. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. So, well, that's useful. 
let so me wait, ask you guys that, a question. Do do you want? Way, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, I'm just gonna say is the is that the way south or the way north? So the the room that the raiders emerged from has a uh-huh. giant wooded think of like a bulkhead um, that seems to lead underground, and oh, okay. it's on the side of the temple facing the ziggurat, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going there. You don't know, and neither does okay. neither do the raiders. Um, okay. They were investigating down there when you found when they came out so do you guys want to see what was going on with the guy that escaped potentially or no do you want to keep moving i think i think we should head that way because i'm wondering if that's where we're going to find this flare gun it's either there or under the blood probably yeah yeah i mean i was i was up there thinking in the pool when he when he got dropped in there for a hot minute um I don't know if anyone wants to dive back in there. I'm not sure how that works, but well, we mentioned that. I think didn't Daffy see that there's a way to drain the pool? Like it seems like there's a way to. I think I just saw the hatch, not like an absolute way to drain it. Yeah. So what what you saw specifically under under the blood was a black uh, steel. I think like um like cast iron uh, grate, but this is a grate that stuff could flow through, and it's not currently draining. so maybe it leads somewhere maybe it's clogged who knows uh all you know is that there is definitely something below it and it kind of disappears you couldn't see a ton because it's filled with blood yeah i don't i don't know i'm kind of privy to the fact that i don't want to see where the pool of blood goes <laughs> you know you know that's that's a pretty good instinct I will admit. <laughs> yeah. yeah now i uh, i don't i, I don't just, i'm just I'm just wondering before we head south, should we see what this room is up in the north here? That's kind of hidden. I mean, I dig it. Mm-hmm. You might, maybe they take the belongings of the of the mm-hmm. prisoners and kind of storm up here. Maybe we find the flare gun. Not really sure. So, sure. sure, let's give it a go. All right. I'm just thinking while we're here, before we go into that trap door and see what's going on, maybe we should just kind of fully investigate what's going on up here. Sure. Sure, sure. Um. So why don't you all make me an investigation roll to see what you find in this room? Um, and then Alessio, uh, being as how you're you're our resident rogue, I'm gonna I'm gonna drag you up here. <clears throat> okay. So I got a nat twenty. Nat twenty, excellent. All right, we'll address that in a moment. So Alessio, okay. there is a uh, kind of a back room at the top of this temple, and it okay. is locked. There is a wooden door. It is locked. Um, there's like a like a it's like a handle, but it's whatever. The door is locked. Do you want to try to pick it, or do you tell me what yeah, you want to do? Yeah, let, let me use my thief's tools and try to pick it. Mm-hmm. All right. It appears to be locked from the inside. Okay. All right. And while you're rolling that, so with the rest of you, so Anomio, you rolled a 23. Daffy, you rolled a 13. Um, Nobilis, you rolled nothing yet. Um, did we lose? Oh, we lost Nobby. Oh. Oh. Uh, or he just turned off his video, I guess. Um, oh, okay, yeah. I don't know, but whatever. So with your, I mean, you're not going to roll better than nat 20 anyway. So Anomio, I'll tell you this, and then we'll address Alessio's 21 to pick the door, which is totally going to work. Yep. So Anomio, you're looking around the room and you see a couple of things. Um, First, in the top right corner of the room, you notice that there are a number of chains tied to boulders with these metal collars that you've seen the the, um, slaves kind of walking around the city with dragging the boulders behind them um obviously you know if you if you guys didn't 
kind of figure it all out during the fight. You you've you've investigated the mechanisms behind the the dunking situation. And there's nothing more to that. Um, there is a sleeping quarters up in the top left, uh, but there doesn't appear to be anybody up there. And then uh, you guys actually managed to find all of the all of the gold in here. So the main the main item that you see is a number of boulders with the with the chains. Now, Alessio, you were able to pick this lock. Are you going in there alone or do you want to bring anybody with you? I'm going to need somebody with me because I have very low health. So I'm going to need someone to help me out here. All right. Is there any... Just, 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 just in case there's a monster in the closet here, guys. Mm -hmm. I would it... never not charge into a room. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, is there any reason to think that everybody wouldn't be going with you? No, I'm just, you know, cool. if, if anyone else was busy, you just wanted to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> if anybody's busy. Know? Yeah, absolutely. Know, absolutely. Yeah, all right. right. So you, you uh, open Steve, the door. Love you guys. Inside, okay. inside of this back room, what you see is the, the UNT Malison that you saw run away. Um, uh, so the UNT, UNT Malison that you saw run away is dead. Um, he is laying on top of a giant stone slab, and he has clearly taken his life. There is a very ornate dagger that is stuck into his chest, and there is blood just coming just everywhere in this room. It is it is all over the floor, seeping into the rug, um, dripping down the sides of this altar, and he, is, he has killed himself. Um, however, you do also find something else in this room, and it's a picture of the city of Halexia from... It's like a drawing, you know, like an architectural drawing of, of the entirety of the city. But on top of this probably pretty expensive map is, I guess you would call it like a magical sigil. Somebody has taken a paintbrush with some blood and drawn a giant circle across this whole map. And there's all these little arcane runes drawn into the inside of the circle. Oh. Okay. All right. Oh. I, I mean, that's got to be something. Um, is this is this a chest here on the southern wall? Of the uh, it's not. It's a it's a table. That's actually where you found the map. Oh, that's the map. Okay. Mm -hmm. So first thing I do is, because um, being the dark son of a bitch I am, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go over to this uh, to the to the guy that killed himself and take this dagger out of his chest. And Excellent. And put it in my per and put it into my uh, my person here. Okay. Um, hey, that or if it's ornate, it might be kind of a cool thing to have. Mm -hmm. I want to add that, and then I think we should um, grab this map and see if there's anyone that could decipher it to see if that could, you know, possibly help us get into an easier path to get up to uh, into Halexia and the um, and the dragon. Is anybody sure. here trained in Arcana? Yes. Uh, anybody? anybody like have prof a proficient, proficient in Arcana. Weirdly yeah. enough, I am. I I I'm remembered only, that, but only, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I'm only a plus one. What What are you, Agnomio? I'm a plus six. Oh damn. Yeah. <laughs> damn. I don't do magic, but I know a lot about it for yeah. some reason. <laughs> right. Why don't you go ahead? All right. I think you read my mind. Um. Uh, oh, that was only an eleven. That's okay. All right, so the only thing that you can really tell is that this sigil seems to be representing some sort of necromantic rune. Um, but that's all that you can really tell. All right. Okay. Cool. Um, so we're going to end the session in just a moment, but I'd like you guys to let me know, as far as leaving here, 
are you going out the front door? Are you going in the southern bulkhead, or are you going through the blood? I think I we're going want to go through the blood because that's uh, that's so metal. That's just so metal. <laughs> I guess that's what we're doing. <laughs> Didn't you say before you want to go through the bulkhead? Now you want to go through the blood? Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> either or. But come on. Blood great? That sounds like a death metal album. Blood great. Blood great. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, but listen, before we do anything, we, we need to still try to find, I don't know, which path do you think we'll, we'll find uh, the gnome's uh, flare gun? Because I feel like we're going to need that. I feel yeah. like the blood is probably where we're going to find it, if I, I had to guess. but I would attempt to. I, I would tend to agree. So... Okay. Into the blood. Into the blood we go. I mean, does everybody agree? I don't know. No, but I'm I'll follow you guys. All right. I'm already covered in blood, so I might as well. Love it. <laughs> yeah, everyone's gotten a taste of it, I guess. Jeez. All right. So as you all wade into the the pool of blood, um, you're able to remove the grate easy enough. You're you're all actually, uh, you all can't remove the grate, but one of the Goliaths walks over and does it one handed. No problem. So, um, <laughs> they, uh, they kind of toss it into the, into the, uh, actually, you know what? He walks over, he drops it on top of the priestess's body. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then, uh, y'all jump into, into the, uh, unknown. And, uh, I will say that your ability to breathe underwater as lizard folk, um, and you're only disguised by the way. And actually Clifton at this point, your disguise would be about wearing off. So it's up to you whether you would like to renew it or not. You want to stay yeah, in the That's why we're covered in blood. No one's going to believe anything we say. So let's let it wear off. It's fine. Okay. All right. So you will revert back to your lizard lizard self. Um, all five of you jump into the uh, the pool of blood. Booker kind of wags his little tail swimming after you. And your ability to breathe McShweta. underwater. McShweta. Nope. Nope. Uh, actually, McShweta. That's a good a good point. Uh, so McShweta is actually going to look at you, Nobilis, and And she's she's. Wondering what she should do. Would you like to join us? We've missed you. She uh, she says, "How how will I breathe under under the blood?" Oh, does she not have the abilities like we do? Nah, she can't breathe underwater. <sighs> this is like, why is this deja vu? Where we're just letting her go and you know find us later? I can't do that again. Well, she's with the Raiders this time, at least. She's with the Raiders. It's all right, man. All right. All right. Take, all right. Yeah, take care of what you have to. All right. So you uh, you tell her to, to go off with the Raiders? Yep. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So you you, you ask the, the Raiders, you know, hey, will you take care of McShweta? She's she's not like other other gnolls. Uh, she's a little different. And uh, they agree to take her take her along with her. And for now, like the fourth time, all five of you jump down into the bloody uh, grate and disappear underneath the crimson goo, <laughs> the thick crimson liquid. Um, and we will find out where that leads you guys next week on Dungeons and Drams. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This, was, this, this was an episode tonight. I was loving this it. This definitely was. <laughs> yeah. That was... Yeah. Uh, it's always funny how how much longer battles take than I expect them to. <laughs> but it was good. You guys we didn't die. I'm you happy. guys did great. I loved that you you did like all all the things. Like you didn't just be like ah fuck them they're dying. <laughs> so you actually managed to save everybody too. All that 
well, whatever. We can talk about that later. Um, but uh, thank you guys all for playing. Um, I had a great time. And thank you, everybody who's watching both now and in the future. And uh, make sure to check out all of the links down in the description. And uh, join us here for next week as we find out where they go. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, Happy St. Patrick's